Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hey there, Brooke. Brookie. I want to call you Brookie today. Hey there, AJ. (laughs) How's it going? How's it going for you? You know, I've had better days, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very good enough-ish kind of day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're both just... wearing our It Should Be Fine t-shirts. Uh, sweatshirts. sweatshirts. And I have a good enough-ish t-shirt under this. And I almost <laughs> also wore my good enough-ish hat, but I thought that could be overkill. I should have served you, since you are having a rough morning, I should have served you a beverage and it's, it's going to be a good enough-ish day. Have a good <sighs> Enoughish right. day mugs. That would have completed the trifecta of yeah. what I could be yes. holding and wearing. So yep. you're feeling a little bit, you know, oof, rough morning. Yeah. But we're here. We're together. We're together. We are together. Feeling the February funk together. Mm-hmm. That's um, what we're going to talk about. Yeah. You know, we've got some updates first, but I, I think something tells me that we're not the only ones yeah. feeling a little bit of funk these days. I know. I mean, I kind of feel this way every February. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, just – well, and it's been weirdly warm. It's been creepily warm. But it still feels like winter – the getting dark early never serves me well Yeah, as a human, although it does allow me to get in my pajamas without apology by like 5 o'clock. Yeah. Um, I do hate in the summer when it's 9 o'clock out. I'm like, I really want to be in my pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's just – it's been – it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everything's going to be fine. So even the book that I was reading last night, Brooke, was participating in the February funk. Do you know why? Why? So I'm reading the book along and I'm like really enjoying it. So I'm doing this book of the month club, which my mom and I are actually sharing it because it was a gift that she was given for okay. Christmas. Have you okay. heard of this before? Book no. of the month. Oh, yeah. It's an actual like subscription book service. Book of yeah. the month club. I, I mean, I had heard of it, but I didn't really know how it worked. And so, you know, I chose my book for this month and Mm -hmm. it arrived and I was reading it last night and excited, really kind of getting into it. And then all of a sudden from like one page to the next, it didn't make sense. Like I was like, wait, wasn't she in the office and now she's in a hotel room? And I reread it a couple of times, looked down at the page numbers, Brooke, the one on the left (gasps) says page 22, the one on the right says page 55. As a person who is in the print industry, that is like my worst nightmare. Yeah. So I oh. so I start going on Instagram and like searching for the hashtag BOTM. Yeah. You know, book of the month. Book of the month um, hashtag. And I see a couple of other people post that like I got my book because this was Jojo Moy. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Moyes. Yeah. I've read a bunch of her books before, which I really like. Okay. So I actually like commented on a couple of people like was yours missing pages oh man were so they actually totally missing or they, they were, were just completely out of missing oh my god so that i've just put it down because i don't know what's happening <laughs> on those 33 pages and but so far it's really good so i have emailed the lovely folks over there and hopefully they will resolve my issue but my book is also participating in the february funk like yeah. nope nope not playing nope, along we're just gonna skip that whole 30 something pages and yeah but what i learned is that when you order a book from book of the month it's not just like it's a book that is printed right. by book of the month correct it's specifically i did not know this yeah it's just like a 
specific run of the book. Yeah, because it's like a print. slightly shi- it's a slightly less shiny cover, right. like slightly lower less budge. Uh huh. A little yeah. bit lower budge. Yeah, which I am totally fine with. I don't need my cover to be shiny, but I would appreciate those thirty three yeah. pages. Did you like my abbreviation <laughs> of budget? Budge. Just like this morning when you were like, you know what? It's okay. Everything's gonna be fine. Because I was like, um. I look like crap and I'm, I might also smell. And you said, just throw on your good enough-ish hat and a little diode. <laughs> I was like, hmm, that's not an abri- <laughs> not an abrieve. I don't know if I, I added heard. the D on there. Didn't I just say Dio? Dio? That might have been I think, it. back me up here, guys, just mm-hmm. like you did with the Ikea chair, do people say Dio? I have never heard that, but I feel yeah. like they might. Okay. So for those of you that are not in our Facebook community, there were some people that came on there to back me up because oh, when I was talking totally. about that IKEA contraption, mm-hmm. and um, people were like, "Yes, I have seen this thing." And I want to give a shout out to our Facebook group members, <sighs> a special shout out to my friend Bridget who yes. understood the assignment, and she was the first yes. one that wasn't me <laughs> to post a new thread. And she started a trend. She did. We've had lots of activity yes. from our amazing listeners and communities. So go Bridget. Go Bridget. Go Bridget. Anyway. Go Bridget. And I have a calcium – no, I have a magnesium supplement. There you go. <laughs> on my counter. The things that we learned. That has just arrived thanks to a poster there. Mm-hmm. A post poster. A person who person posted. Person who posted. Also my friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, also had a um, lovely listener who is a therapist. You may remember her as the therapist in the bath or the hot tub. The hot tub, oh. not bathtub. Sorry, <laughs> that would have been a totally different That's problem. That's a totally different story. The hot, uh, the hot tub therapist um, had some great insight about Precious the Panda, Precious Gate twenty twenty three, Precious Gate twenty twenty three, and I'm happy to let you all know that. I am a terrible liar. So as soon as like I presented the new precious to Paige, she was like, oh, did you find it? And I immediately was like, nope, it's a new one. And she yes. did not care. Perfect. As long as precious was in her adorable little hands. Yes. And you know, she's already moved on and found another favorite stuffy. But you yeah, know, precious is here and she's well. And um Can you put a tracking device on precious? A microchip, maybe? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, it's not even going to matter. No, probably. because Precious <laughs> is not even at the top of the priority list anymore. She just needed to be found, and then so have yeah. the the missing signs then have been taken. The down. missing signs we've been able to remove them, so it was worth <laughs> the nine dollars it cost for a new Precious. Yeah, for me to take down the signs. Although I saved a couple of them for her little memory box because they were really cute and funny. Oh um, my god! Like how she spelled Precious like missing last seen July twenty twenty two. I was like, wait, you actually remember? She's like, yeah, Graham and I were playing with it. Like she, she remembered. Like, it was seventy three. <laughs> degrees outside. It yes. was slightly raining. Mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Yeah, no. Um, so anyway, Precious Gate, you're, you should all be pleased to know that Precious job, is back. Brock. Yeah, I think you thanks. feel good about that decision. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, yep. It's good. It's An- good. Another little update I wanted to give is um, the uh, Valentine little morning <sighs> tablescape was very well received by the children, and I felt pretty good about my mom. So I found myself out at um, Paper Source the night before Valentine's because, you know, we had said that we were going to hand make Valentine's. However, Mm. you know, from idea to execution, there was some hiccups. Yeah, because if you're at Paper Source on February 13th, uh maybe not. Ideal. Yeah. So because – and I went right there because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to the bottom of the barrel of whatever they've got at Walgreens right now. Like I'm just going right to a good source. Mm -hmm. I found myself looking at the plates and the cups and and I was like, should I do a tablescape? Nope. I was like, nope. Nope. Minimum effective dose. Minimum effective dose. I got some scratch and – and they even had these like make your own. Nope. No. Scratch and sniff donuts because for a tween Mm -hmm. also – you know, she also was like kind of thinks – she was like, Valentine's are so cringe. <laughs> right? Because it's like giving, so you know – So sus. Like, Is that what Right. Yes. Sus. Know. They're kind of sus because, you know, <laughs> she's giving this little heart-shaped whatever to Matt that says like, will you be mine forever or something? And yeah, I'm like – no, not cool. Okay. Yeah. So we went with Scratch and Stiff Donuts. Perfect. And they were well-received. Done. Check. Yes. Yeah. I definitely – you know, I, I – 
only went a little more o- overboard because I enjoyed it. Correct. Like everybody went Sparks to bed. Joy for you. I went down the basement in my little holiday bin and I got out the stuff that I had gotten. And they each got just like, you know, a little box of candy and a small little trinket gift. Pages was a stuffy, shocking, that it was actually avocado toast. It was an avocado and a little piece of bread and they're like sewn together and Judy has avocado toast. Have you seen her avocado toast toy before? She I, has some I, avocado I, toast. I probably have. <laughs> it was very cute. And then, you know, Graham's bigger and was like, I'm like, I can't get him like a stuffed animal. Like that's not cool. Right. But also he doesn't need sus. any more toys or Legos or anything. But he always like will jokingly steal Paige's slippers, which are clearly way too small for him. So I got him a pair of slippers. But I was at Target looking for some slippers, and he can no longer fit in the boys' slippers. So I had to go full on to like the men's sizes. He has men's slippers. They are these gigantic – they are hysterical. Like when he puts them on, they're just like these clumpy (laughs) – Does he like them? Oh, he loves them. Yeah. and But we just think they're hilarious. But they fit him. I feel like you need to get him like a robe and a cigar now. I mean, it kind of that that is definitely what it looks like. It's uh-huh. these like sandal slippers. Anywho, That's everybody so was pleased. They enjoyed the little table skate. I feel like I want to up my game next okay. year for All Valentine's. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I bought I, I have plenty of leftover paper plates and napkins, so maybe I'll bring some. Yeah, and help you can help a stow them in your help a friend out basement. over here. Yeah, anytime. Okay. Okay. I also wanted to share an update that. I was so inspired and motivated after our last conversation about having old friends that I reached out to every single old friend that I mentioned on the rep episode. Aww. So Helen and Lisa and my old my friend Mike, and it was so nice. Aww. Like I shared the podcast episode with them, and you know we just like exchanged lovely pleasantries and and uh my friend Mike we are going to actually get like a Zoom call on the calendar Aww. so that we can reconnect so that was so lovely i feel like in so many ways this podcast has been such a joy sparker in lots of unexpected ways oh, good yeah i heard from my friend Betsy who um, you know, I mentioned is my young hip friend mm-hmm. and she left me the sweetest voice memo, which she was like, I think I actually learned about these from the podcast Aww. and just left me the sweetest, sweetest little, um, note that had, I think both of us a little verklempt. So, yeah, it was very We're sweet. We're going to talk about voice memos. We are. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. The last thing that I want to talk about before we go to a break is... So I've been I've been struggling with the yoga, Brooke. You know this. I go up and down, up the and drugs. down. The scrub, the yoga strugs. <laughs> God, a grammar is like yeah, whatever, out the window. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, and why, Brooke? If I know that I am an obliger and I know that I need external accountability, then why do I try to do yoga in my living room alone? Why? 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 So. I was running around the other day and I noticed that they've opened up a new yoga studio called Yoga 6 about 15 minutes from me. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing a little Googling and checking it out and I was kind of hooked. I was very intrigued. Um, And so I signed up for a hot yoga class. So let me stop you right there. Yeah. That's just my idea of a nightmare as we all know, but continue. But I would think that you would like hot yoga because you don't like being cold. But I also really hate being hot. I'm a real joy to be around during all seasons. It's (laughs) like only happening when it's 67.5 degrees. Pretty much. Yeah. Spring and fall, like there's like a week or two of spring that I'm like, yeah, this is it. And then it gets hot. Yeah, no. Being forced to be in a super hot room. Yeah. Yep. No. But I'm so high. But all of a sudden I was like, I want to try this. I want to try something different. Mm -hmm. And I went and this place was hopping. There were probably 30 or 35 people in that studio. Okay. And it was really nice because I could tell that there were a couple first timers next to me. Like I had a veteran on my right side and Mm -hmm. a newbie on my left side, a noob, as Isabel would call them in the Roblox world, a noob. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I was like, ladies, I'm premenopausal. 
And they're, and they're like, you know, I, okay, I'm menopause. I get the hot, hot flashes, all this kind of you stuff. You just get so there you and just, lay your, you just, everybody's lay just it like all laying it all out there, right? And then, you know, they're, and they're, they're so great. They're like, you can leave the room. But anyway, this place was just so great. I loved it because there wasn't maybe Justin Bieber being played. <laughs> But it was hip. Okay. It was hip. It was happening. There were hip yoga. Beats. Okay. There were beats <laughs> happening. And at the end, Brooke, you know, you know what Savasana is? Yes. Corpse pose. I do. Which know is this. basically the only reason I do yoga. Just get is to, to get to mm-hmm. that part. Mm-hmm. They dim the lights and the woman starts walking around. The yoga instructor starts walking around the studio fanning us with a cool towel mm. with essential oils in it. Mm. Okay. I almost cried. Aw. It was lovely. Good. So I joined. Okay. I joined. Of course I did. And the reason why I want to make sure to tell everybody about this now is because I know there's a bunch of people that are local mm-hmm. and they have their big grand opening this weekend with tons and tons of free classes. Okay. So we're going to put that in the show notes and they have all kinds – like on Friday, I'm going to candlelight restore mm. yoga. Maybe some of our listeners can go and meet you. Ooh, they could. <laughs> we'll I'll be there, greet, guys. Unofficial meet and greet Friday night, yoga six, okay. Glenn Mills, okay. restore. All right. Restore basically involves like laying on a pillow for an hour. Sounds great. Yes. Yeah. And then maybe some mild stretching. But also sweating. So I'm not in. No, they're not with the restore yoga. Oh, that's not hot no, yoga? No, it's not hot yoga. Oh, see, I thought the whole place No, was, not okay. – the whole place is not hot yoga. I went to the hot yoga class. Okay. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So we'll put that in the show notes for okay, you Okay. Well, I'm glad you And I think it's place. a franchise. I think it's not just Glenn Mills. There's like others too. So. Okay. All right. Let's and with that, and with that, let's take a breaky boo. We'll be back. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We are back. We're back. <laughs> the February Fomp. I feel like Debbie Downer. I know you're an SNL fan, but oh, so. I am. Is that who did Debbie Downer? Oh, I know Rachel Dratch. Uh huh. Oh my gosh, she's so good. She's so good. We've got a link to one of hers in the show notes. Yes, especially the ones where she loses it and actually starts laughing while she's trying to be Debbie Downer. Those are just extra delightful. But yeah. So. I am so obsessed with SNL right now. I feel like the cast is so good. Have, oh, did you see? I really have not. It's crazy. Like I, there's something about SNL. Like if I don't watch it when it's on, it's a hard show for me to watch later. Yeah, I think it's because Fernando and I watch very few shows together, but that's one that we do really watch yeah. together. And I, I, I'm glad because I never remember like where to watch it. And we have like YouTube TV, which is very confusing, and I can't find anything. But he's always like, okay, I, he puts it on. Yeah. But there's was one recently. Oh my gosh, did you see it? So we watched this one especially because it had um, Pedro Pascal, who is um, from The Last of Us. That's oh, that I haven't zombie watched apocalypse. I haven't watched it. Yet. I haven't watched it either. But I keep hearing all these things about it. And he was also on Game of Thrones. He died a very terrible death okay. on Game of Thrones. I also did not see that. Anyway, he's Chilean. Okay. So Fernando's always excited when there's a famous Chilean. So we watched that, but there was this one episode of um Ego Wodum is um one of the cast members and she's trying to cut a piece of steak at this restaurant and like shaking the entire table and like I mean it's and the whole cast loses their mind they're all laughing hysterically and it's so fun to watch I actually included it in one of my newsletters that I sent out recently I yeah I don't know why I I haven't gotten caught up um because Brandi Carlisle was on you know I love her Mm -hmm. and she was on um, the week that Steve Martin and um, Martin Short hosted, which like I love them mm-hmm. just from forever and Only Murders in the Building. And I still haven't watched it. 
Yeah, and I then you got to watch Audrey. Is it Aubrey or oh Audrey? Gosh, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. She's hysterical. You know, I'm from Delaware, and she's Ooh. the most famous person from Delaware. Hometown hero. <laughs> <laughs> is she the most famous person from? Isn't that that's, the whole thing? It's that's that she and yeah. Joe Biden, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. actually participated in the monologue. I did see a clip of that. Somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, she's hysterical and so wacky and delightful. So, and I did finally watch White Lotus. Oh my gosh! So, did no. you enjoy it? I did, but I did that thing again, Brooke, where I. I Googled what happens before oh, I watched it. Oh. And I have to say, I freaking love this now. See? I love the Googling before it happens. I loved the ending because I really genuinely didn't know what was going to happen. But fine, if that's why you want to do it. Well, it's funny because Fernando doesn't Google it, but he knows that I that I do, and he knows that I know what's happening. So he'll like, You're like he sh- <laughs> shoots me a glance because he'll be like, "Well, that doesn't seem like a safe choice," and I'll be like, "No, no, it's not. No, <laughs> but I'm not going to say why." Yeah, that's no, uh, fun. Okay, all right. So you know, we had so a that rough was a little tangent. Yeah. We had a rough we, morning. We had a rough morning, Brooke. We were, you know, we've gathered it together today to. <laughs> <laughs> to record this podcast and we were like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Because we okay. needed it to be something that we could – Well, I always do. want it to feel authentic. Correct. Like we come here as our whole selves. We, yes. you know, just kind of put it all out there. And I think um, the February funk is something that a lot of people are feeling right now. I yes. feel like the kids are feeling it. Like I just feel like in general I keep hearing about – you know, kids having struggles. It's the middle of the year, yes. middle of the school year. Um, we came off like a great holiday season high. And then, you know, for parents, we have five minutes until like after the holidays until we have to start figuring out summer camps and all yes. those plans. And so something about February and this time of year in general always kind of hits me like, yeah. Like yeah. I don't feel like doing a lot. I'm definitely not being active enough. I'm not getting my steps in. Graham and I, you know, we've had this warm weather and Graham and I went for a walk last night. He rode his bike and I walked and I was like, oh, that was great. We got like almost two miles in. I still only got like 6,000 <laughs> steps yesterday. If yeah. that just goes to show that I am barely moving my body. So this time of year just feels kind of doldrummy to me. And sometimes I can lean into that and, you know, soak up the coziness of the, the year. Huga. The hygge. The huh. Um, But yeah, just, you know, feeling the funk. And yeah, um, yeah you and I sat down and it was uh, – you kind of heard from a friend who's also maybe feeling the funk. Well, it was funny because I got uh, – and she won't mind me sharing this because I'm not sharing what friend it is. But I got a little bat signal when we were kind of sitting here being like, what should we talk about? And I just got a text message from her that said in Spanish, because she speaks Spanish too, estoy pre-colapsada. And this means, so there's a whole sort of story behind this. So colapsada in Spanish means, and I've actually been Googling like all the different things that it means, but it basically means like collapsed. Mm -hmm. Like I am like up to my eyeballs, like I'm about to lose my mind. Like it's also like the traffic estaba colapsada, like shut down kind of thing. So her and I, a couple of years ago, started this kind of code word like Mm pre-colapsada. Like I feel that coming. Mm -hmm. I feel that I'm about to lose it soon. And it's like the warning sign on your dashboard. So she sent me the bat signal like, estoy pre-colapsada, like I'm pre. So I love that because it's a great – to me that's been huge because a lot of times I would just go from zero to collapsed. Yeah. And there was no paying attention to the warning signs or maybe there were warning signs, but it's essentially like driving around with your check engine light on for three weeks and being like, it should be fine. Which we've all (laughs) done. Let's be clear. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, so now, you know, her. it's funny because I'm actually talking about this before I've actually even been able to talk to my friend to figure out like what's going on. But I know that the process that will happen right now is – She's probably left me a voice memo, Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about the beauty of voice memos. And she has probably vented to me about what's going on. And the beauty of that voice memo is is that she was able to vent to me completely uninterrupted Mm -hmm. about what was going on. A lot of times it'll start off with something like, well, this happened and this really bothered me, but what's really going on is this, and maybe I should – okay, I feel much better. Yeah. And then it's fine, right? But – um. 
that whole lesson for us was all about, okay, saying it out loud, I'm on the verge, Mm -hmm. talking it out, getting some feedback maybe, and then figuring out what it is that you need. And one thing I love about the voice memo is that sometimes I'll start a voice memo to you and I'm just like, hi, I don't (laughs) know what I'm trying to say, but maybe I'll articulate it. And then maybe by the end of the six-minute message, I'm like, okay, all right, I did it. So yes, it's like the act of saying it out loud, but sometimes the act of trying to just figure out what in the world you're trying to say without someone interjecting, interrupting. I mean, a lot of times I appreciate when my friends are like, wait, is this what you're trying to say? But also there's there's a beauty in just talking and um, yeah, just putting it out there and not really knowing what you're going to say until you say it. I love that I just finished your sentence by saying – Mm-hmm. interjecting and interrupting. <laughs> it's fine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that was very meta. Yeah. Um, I also like that now she'll leave me this, you know, seven-minute message or a series of them, whatever, and I get time to listen to them and reflect and mm-hmm. thinking about it. Whereas if she came to – called me up and was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so upset about da-da-da, I would be unloading the dishwasher or caught off guard or something and sort of say like, oh, oh, well, I, you know, like I'm yeah. kind of fumbling. But when I have – time to like think and process and respond. Um, I love that. Yeah. Do you like I am just really, really bad at phone calls anymore. I know. Um I'm I mean so I talk bad. to my mom on the phone and that's pretty much it. Yep. Aside from like work people. So I mean something else that I love about voice memos is because we've all gotten so into texting and email and like, you know, responding when it's convenient for us, which is really, really valuable, especially when you have kids. And sometimes you just, you can't like articulate thoughts until after 9 PM and then it might not be a good time for someone else. But, um, just hearing someone's voice is so much better than a text. Oh yeah. And I'm, I always say I'm going to get better about calling friends and I'm, I'm still not, but the voice memo has kind of been like a a halfway point for me to still, let someone hear my voice, let them just hear me kind of speak off the cuff and not articulate the perfect text um, and not get impatient with how slowly I type or how autocorrect yes. changed whatever I tried to speak into the phone to, um, you know, auto text or whatever it's called. <laughs> I can't. Auto, yeah. I don't have words today. Oh, yeah. Text to voice to text. Voice to text. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. I do that a lot. And the latest iOS update does not agree with me. Oh, really? I oh only just downloaded it last night, it's so I'm not prepared. It's so bad. Really? If you do voice to text, I feel like it. it's also probably my Delco accent, but like sometimes- Yeah, it, can you put the Delco setting on? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you um, please listen? Or, yeah, whatever. I, I, I genuinely don't even know what I'm trying to say today, but that's all to say that voice memos are a great alternative if you just simply don't have time to call your friends. And for me, like, I don't even think of them as like, oh, a middle ground, but the ideal is talking on the phone. To me, the ideal is voice memoing. That's true. And I, this friend that we voice memo back and forth with all the time, we were talking about it recently and we, we, it's love, because I do have some friends that are like, oh, I like this voice memo, but I really would love to chat with you sometimes. She's like, I don't want to chat with you. (laughs) No, I'm. I'm good. Like yeah. I I like the voice memos and I have a lot of – and I really enjoy listening to them. Like if somebody leaves me a really long voice memo, I'm so excited because yeah. I usually listen to them when I drive. Yeah. So if it's like a three-minute or I'm like, oh, what am I going to do Give me now? seven. No, I got to listen to like – I want like a little mini podcast from my friend. <laughs> yes. I want a little Don't mini they understand? update. Yeah. 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 What else like – I mean I, I love that you guys have that kind of bat signal code word. Um. I think what I'm still trying to figure out is like what what else helps with you know this precollapsada. Am I saying that right? <laughs> yeah, you are. Okay. And you know what you did well because um, precollapsada. Yes, the no. D's are kind of oh, yeah. hard. I yeah. didn't do that right, mm-hmm. but I no. never took Spanish. I took French. I know. Yeah. Are you français? I know. I oh, not very good. <laughs> my my French teachers always told me I'm I was terrible at like figuring out the right words to use, but I spoke but them But when you did say them, no. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Oh. That's um, that episode of Bluey. Sorry. Oh, Off on a tangent here. The yes. one where the dad clearly doesn't speak French, so he just says bonjour for everything. <laughs> My kids love that. Uh, anyway. Woo. Wait a second. I'm so, all over the place today. Yeah. I think um, 
I wanted you to talk about the HALT acronym because yes. I think for me, and I think where the voice memos are helpful, is a lot of times when it when I'm pre-collapsada, it's all about just figuring out what is the specific problem. Yeah. Like what are the stressors? Yeah. And so sometimes they could just be the HALT acronym. So tell us about yes. that. This was, I had never heard of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you had, but this I've was... heard about it in the context of parenting books. Okay. I mean, I think this is so relevant to adults. I mean, it's relevant to everyone. We all feel – so HALT stands for hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And I think a lot of times when we're feeling ho-hum, these are four things that could likely be the root of the issue. Um, And I feel like this time of year, like the loneliness and the tiredness – um, you know, like I said, the getting dark early is not good for my energy level – and, um, I mean, you know, hungry and angry, sometimes I get hangry, <laughs> but yeah, it's a really good way to just kind of stop for a second and evaluate like, what is going on with me? Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? So just some, some good strategies for checking in with yourself, but then finding ways to manage those things. So, I mean, like you said, voice memos, connecting with friends are great, um, is a great short-term solution, but I think it can also, um, I don't know, a good talk with a friend can put me in a really good mood. Yeah. Um, for me, television. Yeah. I have been, I watched a really great show recently called The Resort on Peacock Network and it was like an eight episode, one season. I'm loving these little mini things. Well, I kind of mm-hmm. was loving it, but then it, now it's over. And now you don't know what to do now with I your life. Now I have to find something else. But I really enjoyed it and it gave me something to look forward to. We all know that I love television. But yeah, what else are you doing to get through this um, February funk? Well, I think for me, like it's really important. I think the halt really helps. And I think a lot of times the halt helps in this specific moment, like what is actually happening in this specific moment. But I think for me, a lot of times the trouble that I get myself into has more to do with almost like bigger things. And it's related to that boundaries conversation that we had recently. Mm. So it's like, you know, when I feel pre-collapsada, it's because I'm trying to do too much and I'm running all around and I'm not like outsourcing enough. I'm not getting enough support. Like I'm trying to do, be everybody to everything. So it's just stuff like, for example, recently I just said to Fernando, like, I can't cook anymore. I need you to do dinner. Mm-hmm. I just need you to cook dinner. And I honestly don't care what you make. I will eat it and I will be happy. <laughs> and the Cheerios just, for everyone. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's fine. So yeah. I think for me, and I learned this from Marie Forleo at one point, she called it, she had a worksheet called like stressors, identify your stressors. So it's kind of like, okay, well, it's having to cook every night or it's getting the kids out of the house in the morning or it's the traffic on my way home or whatever it is. It's like what specifically is the problem? Mm-hmm. And then is there a step that you could take to alleviate that problem? And I think sometimes the problem can be something much bigger like an actual, you know, a, a conflict with family or some friction or something that's going on. But that making dinner could be the thing that puts you over the edge, you know? Correct. And so also being able to identify like, no, this isn't the true root of why I'm feeling this way, but this is a place where I can, you know, put a Band-Aid on, on what's happening and give yourself a little bit of margin. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's that idea of the slack and the margin. Because like, as I was researching this word, like colapsada, like what it means, a lot of times they use it in the sense of like traffic or like in Chile, we'll say like, uh, like, oh, we went to the mall. How was the mall? Oh, estaba colapsada. Like it was full. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's this idea of putting just some breathing room into stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it may be that it's not that cooking dinner is the problem, Mm -hmm. but it's just going to give you that slack and that margin to just sort of breathe and actually have the energy to deal with whatever the problem may be. Mm -hmm. You know, a little space in your brain. A little space in the brain. (sighs) So like writing helps me a lot of times, like journaling 
Do you, I forget, do you physically write in a journal or do you do an online? I journal? usually do it online. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't like, my, my hand hurts after yeah, I start I'm, writing. I don't remember how to do it. I know. It just takes me too long. I type so quickly. Yeah, because my brain to hand, mm-hmm. ty- like the, the signal is much crisper. Yes. In terms of typing. Yes, for typing. Yes. I know, but my thing is that like, by the end of a work day, I'm so sick of sitting at my computer. Mm. So I don't journal aside from my one line a day, um, five-year journal, which I mostly just write like kind of what we did. But I think that I should maybe incorporate a little bit of journaling maybe into the middle of my work day. So it doesn't feel like, oh, this is something I'm going to do after work, but I'm already sick of staring at my screen. Mm-hmm. But finding a way to incorporate it, like as part of my day, because yeah, it would I, probably help I tend to. to only do it when I'm. I tend to do it a lot more when I'm upset or stressed. Yeah. It's funny because I looked back on my journals from my teenage years. Oof. First of all, I burned them because I, I did not want anybody I know. I to still find them. Ooh, I've got, but yeah. you know what I realized, Brooke, that I would write in my journal approximately every twenty-eight days. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. You're like, hmm, oh, this lines up. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, when you actually start keeping track. I know sometimes I'm like, why do I feel like the world is crumbling apart? Oh, oh right. right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I do find like – so like I tend to journal when my brain just feels super jumbled. And a lot of times I'll just journal almost in the sense of like if somebody had asked me the question, what's wrong? And I had given them a real honest answer. <laughs> like. Yeah. The cat keeps peeing everywhere. I can't find it. And then I kind of like, and then I maybe, because I think, I don't know if it's the ADHD thing or the organizer thing, but it's like, I need to organize my brain. Oh yeah. Hello. Right. That's story of my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, the feeling of overwhelm, being overwhelmed puts me into a tailspin and I can't get out of it. Right. So I have to put everything's in like nice, neat boxes to understand and have at least like some little game plan. Right. And I look at that, you know, like with the Balance Bound Planner, I put all of the things I have to physically do down on paper. Like I'm a huge proponent of writing things down. But when it comes to actually like writing my feelings or my stressors or things like that, I'm not writing those down. Yeah. So that's a really good reminder. Like Isabel, there was some trend happening a year or two ago. Um, it was called a vent book Ooh. where you just vent, you know, and you just kind of, you know, the husband loaded the dishwasher wrong again, like whatever, just yeah. kind of vented out there. So I don't know. So journaling, just kind of like spewing thoughts helps. One thing that I know that helps, but that I resist doing is like going outside and just taking a walk. I know, right? But I put, but it I always wrote that down in our notes, like fresh air, fresh air. <laughs> but it does help. I know. Darn it. Yeah. Something else I was going to say with journaling that I actually, um, so I started a therapy journal just to write down little, like, quick notes of either when I'm in therapy, like something that I want to remember, mm. or something I want to remember when I go to therapy to tell my therapist. Um, so it's very just loose, like I'm not even following like the lines of the page. Sometimes I start a new page randomly, but it has been, it's been such a helpful tool and it's been a great reminder to me that it doesn't need to be organized and it doesn't need to look perfect. Is it a physical, you're writing it down in a physical journal and then you bring it with you to the journal, to therapy and I add notes if needed. And it's our adorable little, there's a lot to unpack here journal from Mm. our balance found slash forever 35 That's so appropriate. I know. And I was like, well, that's why I created this journal and yeah so that has been really a good like halfway point for me when I'm not physically sitting down and writing like long form sentences and paragraphs about my day or my worries or anything but I'm just like jotting it down and using this same journal to only be my like therapy Yes. Brain, brain dump kind of journal. I really like that. And it reminds me of that service that I really liked that I'm no longer using, but this could be a helpful resource for other people that are trying to find a therapist. Is that better help? Yeah. Because that was all online. And what I really liked about it was that, because a lot of times you'll be like in crisis or super upset and you really wish you could talk to your therapist, but then by the time you talk to them next week, it's kind of resolved yes. or dissipated. Yeah. But the better help, like you can actually text your therapist or you can send them a voice memo mm-hmm. or you can actually, what I really liked about that too, is that 
you could do a journal entry and choose to have it be either private or share it with your therapist. Mm. So I feel like if anybody's in this sort of collapsada or pre-collapsada and needs like some very acute Mm -hmm. kind of more um, in the moment support, I think that's super helpful. Love it. The other thing that I think that's very important is what are the warning signs? Yeah. Yeah, it's like we ignore them and then we collapsada. We yes, perfect. <laughs> because I think for me the warning signs are I want to rip everybody's head off. <laughs> That's a pretty pretty big one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, for um, me, it's like just not wanting to get out of bed. It's like oh, having a, trouble facing the day. Yep, that's a yeah. big one. Yeah. Yeah, when I just start feeling super irritable mm-hmm. and that's a big one, like resentful, like, well, I'm the one – when I go into martyr mode, I'm the one doing everything around here and nah, 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 you know, like – Yeah. Um, she who suffers most, as mm-hmm. Glennon Doyle calls it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I start to get into that – and it's nice because I've used this shorthand now with Fernando where I can be like, estoy pre-colapsada, which is kind of like that's his warning sign too, <laughs> like – you got to pick up some slack here because mm-hmm. your wife is on the verge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I like that. Mm-hmm. A little code word. Yeah. So I'd love to hear from our listeners. Mm-hmm. What are their warning signs? What are the little things that show up on the dashboard that let them know they got to pull over? <sighs> pull over. Pull over. How are you feeling? How's the February funk going? Mm-hmm. And uh, what works for you? Yeah. And what what can the theme for March and April be? March forward. <laughs> Something. I don't know. I like alliteration. So okay. So, yeah, I know. That's why like Brooke comes up fun. with most of the titles. For I mean, our... March is the new January is like my trademark, but, but it's not as. So we're caught the February funk, March forward, um, April. That's a tricky one. Awesome. April. <laughs> We're all going to have our lives together by then. Sus September. <laughs> September. Skipped over a whole summer. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's just thanks for talking through it with me. And yeah. Talking Listeners, you know, hope you, you gain something out of my February funk. But yeah, yeah. I just wanted to kind of show up today and be. Yeah. Let us know in the Facebook group, our Facebook group posters. Mm hmm. All right, we'll see you there. Okay, the and we'll be group. right back to share what's sparking joy and all that other good stuff. Yay. Yay. BRB. Hey, listeners, Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We're back. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) So now we can shift gears away from the funk and to the joy. To the joy. And there is joy. There is joy. You know, but um, there can be joy amidst the funk. Yes. And I think that's an important life reminder and lesson. Ooh, I have so much I want to talk about with that. Remind me, we're going to have an episode coming up soon where I talk about something called dialectal behavior therapy. Mm-hmm. It sounds really boring. I've heard of it. But I'm taking a class about it right now, and it's basically about accepting extremes, hmm. accepting that like this is a difficult situation and – I have some control to change it. Like it's Love like the duality. Look at you taking a course. <sighs> Brooke. It's fine. It should be fine. Brooke, I want to just that's what I want my job to be. Professional course taker and book reader. Yeah. Can we make that? Can you we know how there's like secret shoppers? I want yes. to be a secret course taker. Oh. Ooh, that's actually an untapped market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if you were a secret get the, mm-hmm. course taker and you could give feedback on courses because you've taken so many? I've taken so Do you have like a many. master log of all the courses you've yes. taken? Do you? Uh-huh. No. All the courses I've taken, no. But I did start a little list in Notion, which is what we use for our podcast, yeah. to be like, okay, what in the heck am I learning right now? And is it a book? And is it a course? And what, like, what did I like about it? And I'm also using that as a place where I write notes down about mm-hmm. the course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it's a problem. I don't know what it is. Well, you well you I love learning. I love learning. Yeah. I mean, and this particular cool. course is mind-blowing. It's just like if we all lived this way that the course like, I think it's going to change my life. Well, well they all are, obviously. Every single course is going to change your life. No, this one really is. <laughs> okay. This one really is. No, and I'm not totally being facetious. Like all I, of you take them because they're going to change your life in some way. Right. right. Exactly. And I do think you are someone who you find the courses that spark such a joy or interest for you that you always take something new away from it. Oh, and yeah. And you are a wealth of information and you pass that along to us so we don't have to take the courses. <laughs> yeah. I do love it. You do. Yeah. It's, you love learning. That's awesome. I know. But have it, you done um, what master? Don't tell me oh. about a course. Mm. Oh God! What? Okay, master class. I've heard, heard about of this. It. You okay. know, they have targeted me on Instagram I'm because they're sure. like, they're like, they're ding, like, ding, why ding. is Amanda Jefferson not in this? I mean, she is in ninety nine percent of other courses. Why is Amanda Jefferson not in this course? No, I am not in that. And I think the dangerous thing about master class is that like you just have a membership and then you can take any of the classes classes. from like celebrities and seasoned pros. Yes. Yeah. That'll be our post-rich. When you are a professional course taker and you can give feedback. Oh, you – oh, man. Oh. What? What? What if you're a professional course taker that recommends courses to people who need – Something. Bro, the, like yes, someone okay, comes yes. to you like, okay, I need I need to learn how to do X, Y, Z. And you're like, I know a course for yes, that. Brooke, you're yes. not the one actually running the courses. You just know where to guide them. Yes. Like, Amanda, yes, we Brooke. might have to cut this part out of the podcast because I don't want anyone to steal this No. Idea. Because for example- 50-50. I get 50%. <laughs> there are people like, for example, that like are summer camp experts that you're like, oh, I want to send my son or daughter off to wilderness camp this summer, but I have nowhere to start. And they recommend it, right? Mm-hmm. Just this morning, I had a phone call with somebody and I recommended a course to them. And I actually do get a kickback of that, mm-hmm. right? So I would love that. I would love to just because I've taken the duds, I've kissed a few frogs. Yeah. I've had to kiss some frogs. Okay. And um I can't find I forget the name of it, but my friend, just speaking of summer camps, my friend Stacy, who you mm-hmm. know, created the most amazing spreadsheet of all of the camps in Delaware County where what? we live. So might have to share that. Does in the she show notes. charge for that? No, she started she a blog. I know. She started a blog, so it's it's linked on her blog. So oh. I will find it um, and share it with all of you. You know why I like courses too? And then we are <laughs> going to talk about why what's sparking joy for no, you. That's fine. Is because my word of the year is structure. Mm. And I'm learning now that I really like the live courses because my kryptonite brook is when you give me lifetime access to an on-demand course. That is essentially saying, Amanda, congratulations. You have lifetime access to this on-demand course is essentially saying, Amanda, congratulations. You are never going to take this course. Congratulations. You just threw your money in the trash. Correct. Right. What the course that I'm doing right now for dialectal behavior therapy is a 12-week course every Friday at noon for two and a half hours. Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot. And it's with maybe 13 or 15 other people that I'm starting to get to know really well. So I'm going to show up and I'm going to do the work and I'm going to learn a ton. But if I had signed up for this and it had been on-demand lifetime access, nope, 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 wouldn't be doing it. Fascinating. I know. She's like, really? Every Friday, 12 weeks? That's yeah. a lot. Two and a half hours mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's consistent mm-hmm. and it gives you the structure that you're yeah. looking for. And it is the um, accountability. Yes. And it's, it's these life skills that I'm learning. It's all, you know, I'm going to talk, I'm definitely going to talk about DBT in an upcoming episode oh, yes. because I feel like, oh, it's so incredibly helpful. And if I were going to therapy, I'd be going, you know, and yeah. I was having issues. I'd be going every Friday, twice, whatever, you know, and paying for that. Instead, I'm doing it in a group setting. Fascinating. Anywho. Any who. Okay. Fernando's not going to like that. Have I just went like, st- he's our sound guy is going to be like, Amanda, don't do that. What is sparking joy for you right now? Amanda, so in addition <laughs> to the February funk, I have also had an <laughs> off and on stiff neck since December twenty third. Um, I've I've pinpointed yeah. What was the this, issue? Was, was I the think cause. my pillow? Oh, uh, Okay. 
I looked up on my Amazon history how old my pillow was, and it's it was time. <laughs> it arrived on. Oh, I thought you were going to say your pillow arrived on December twenty third. No, of course I put off. I didn't know what to blame the issue on, but finally it like resurfaced again last week, and I was like, oh, it's like. And my friend Aaron was like, "Is it your pillow?" So oh. I I ordered my pillow, which I loved for years, but now I think that it's too flat and it's oh. causing some friction uh-huh, uh-huh. and issues. I'm acting it out for you, <laughs> listeners can't hear. Um, so I reordered the same pillow. It's called the Co-op something, oh. and it's like micro. Um, wow, I'm gonna really mess this up. Hold, please. I wonder if it has one of the – while you're looking that up, I just want to tell you, if you hadn't have found a pillow, I was going to recommend my pillow, which I freaking love. It's one of those that has like a, a semicircle kind of cut out of it for your shoulder. Oh. It's a weird shape. I so love that, it. So I might eventually, you know, as we're aging a bit, <laughs> I might have to find something different eventually. But – my new pillow arrived yesterday, so it's the same one that I had from seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So it was time. It was time to I replace bet mine's it. Mine's about that old. Wow. I mean, when I looked at the Amazon history, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It's- I'm I'm so curious about how old mine is now. So the, what I got is the Coop. I don't know if it's Coop or Co-op. Coop Home Goods Original Loft Pillow, um, adjustable crosscut memory foam. So it's memory foam inside, but it's like broken up. Okay. Uh-huh. And it comes with a whole extra bag of memory foam so oh, I yep, can yep. adjust it. Yep. So I slept on it for the first time last night. My neck is not as sore nice. as it was yesterday. Good I had to troubleshooting. Take, I had to take a leave yesterday and I was like turning my whole body to talk to people. Uh-huh. It was like so stiff. So already doing well, but I do think I need to add some more of the filling. So, okay. But I'm really excited about the fact that I can do that and then I can get it to like the perfect – perfect level. Where are you storing the extra filling? I mean, it just arrived yesterday. Where are you going to store the extra filling? Well, it came in like an airtight bag. Okay. So I... Maybe like a linen closet? Yeah. Yeah, And the whole pillow came um, like vacuum sealed. So the whole package was very small. I let the pillow fluff for a little bit and then I put it in the dryer for like 15 minutes, which it says you can do. Okay. And then tonight I'm going to add some more filling and see how I, you know, see how... See how it goes. Anyway, that is not what's sparking joy, actually. Oh. <laughs> wow. This whole time totally I'm like, I'm, got in, off I'm in pillow mode. I started talking about the pillow because I found the root of the neck problem. Uh, so I'm going to kind of – I'm sharing kind of two joys. You're getting a twofer today. here, Brooke. I'm breaking I'll allow the rules. It. I'll I'm breaking allow the it. rules. We make the rules. Basically, before I found that the root of the issue was the pillow – the, a solution to my sore neck was a heating pad. Mm-hmm. The heating pad that we had was just like, you know, a flat heating pad that you could put anywhere. But mm-hmm, when it's mm-hmm. like your neck and your shoulders, yes. you kind of, you know, you want something that hugs the neck and the shoulders. Yes. So I looked for a specific heating pad and of course it exists. Yep. I have this heating pad. And it has a little snap in the front yep. so you kind of wear it like a cape uh-huh. and it is Delightful. So yeah. there's your two for people. My new pillow, which is now sparking joy, hopefully, because I think it's going to get rid of the neck, neck problem. Mm-hmm. But also the heating pad has been a source of relief until I figured out what the root cause Yeah, you're was. playing offense and defense you right know? now. You're just – you're attacking it from Ooh, both sides and I'm loving that. going to get out of this February funk. I had that cape a shoulder heating pad because I've gotten two frozen shoulders now. Yes. And Ugh. for anybody, any women over 40, you're going to get one at some point <laughs> in your life. And when you do, call me and I'll tell you all about it. But oh my God, because frozen shoulders last for years. And I had never heard of this until it happened to you a couple mm-hmm, years ago. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, I can't lift my arm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, all right, a little two for there. Yeah. When we wrap this up, I am definitely going to look and see how old my pillow is. Yeah. It, I was fascinated. I was like, oh my gosh, this is way too long. Hmm. Um, yeah. But I will say that we'll link in the show notes to the actual um, heating pad that I got. There are several different versions. Yeah. There's like the Sunbeam yes. brand name. I got an off-brand from Amazon simply because this was right after Christmas and it was the one that could be delivered to me the quickest and I was in I okay. was in some pain. Okay. So, but it has served me well. It's been fine. Genuinely, I do try to go name brand. I don't know if that makes a difference. Yeah. But I I do um, 
often shy away from some of like the off brands on Amazon. This was just like desperate times called for des- desperate measures. Desperate. Desperate. Desperate times <laughs> called for desperate measures. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, I am the old friend. <laughs> Amanda, that's what's sparking joy for me. What are you doing to do your future self a favor, my friend? Okay. So what I am so happy with myself. So Amanda, at the end of 2021, when she was doing her what um, 2022, Amanda, when she was doing her 2021 taxes, documented some things about how to do some difficult things with my taxes related to my business. Mm-hmm. 2023, Amanda did not remember that I did that, and when I found that little nugget of wisdom from the past, Give I was so thankful to her. Yeah. So my do your future self a favor is document, take time to document something complicated that you don't do often. Mm -hmm. Because for example, like for me, it's, um, you know, in my business to my profit and loss statement, I need to add like my mileage report and my home office spending and all of that kind of stuff. And it's kind of this weird calculation that I have to do. And then I have to insert it into my QuickBooks journal in a certain way. And it's complicated. And if you do it wrong, then it messes everything up. Right. So I documented it last year. Like first do this, then do this, then do this. And it was a miracle. Amazing. Because so, those are the types of things, it's like you only do it once a year. Correct. And you're like, oh, I, I figured it out. I'm going to remember this next year. Listener, you never remember it No, year. No, you never yeah. do because I'm old now. And um, so well, I think- you're storing a lot of things in those brain, in yeah. that brain. Give yourself some credit. I'm it's, storing a lot of things. So yeah. that's what I'm learning is to store more things outside the brain. So yeah. you could even just like, that could just be like a note- in my taxes folder that mm-hmm. says, I think a lot of times just spelling it out like, bro, there's a storm of ruin. Hurricane out there. There's a storm of ruin out there. Um I just like save it in there, like and label it something very clear, like mm-hmm. how to add blah 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 and then list it out. So love it. Yeah. Yeah, another tool that I think you had mentioned uh, before we started recording was Loom. Yes. You um, and I use that to teach yes. each other how to do certain things of our podcast process yes. in case the other person has to do it. Right. Like the time that you had COVID and I had to upload a little short episode saying that we needed to skip a week. I didn't need to bother you while you were down and out with COVID because mm-hmm. you had documented exactly how I could upload a new episode because mm-hmm. that's usually a task that you do. Yes. And that was amazing. It's something that I am kicking myself for not doing last year when I did the yearbook for my kids' school Yeah, because I'm using this certain design software that I really want it to be Adobe InDesign and it is it decidedly is not. not. Yeah. And I keep finding myself frustrated with it and I'm like, oh, I know I did this last year. Right. How, how exactly figure- did I right. do that? Yeah. So this year I am doing my future self a favor by better documenting processes, not only so that when I do it next year, it'll be easier, but when I delegate more of the process next year, because I'm slowly, last year I designed the whole thing. It was a lot of work. This year, me and the other two women who pulled the yearbook together, we were able to recruit some other helpers. So like I'm slowly delegating certain sections and things, Mm -hmm. but like next year, I want to be able to like just do that cover in the fifth grade section because Graham will be a fifth grader. And let someone else handle the rest. Yes. But I need to create the documentation now. Yes. Yes. Because I'm thinking about um, hiring an assistant. Mm-hmm. And Chloe. <coughs> Chloe is going to be name? the name of mm-hmm. our assistant. In our brick, uh-huh. um, exposed, brick exposed brick studio. Exposed studio with white lacquer desks. Oh, oh we've added. A, yeah, the white lacquer desks. Okay. Okay. Yep. And um, it's going to have like an industrial feel. <laughs> of course. It, yeah. There'll be like exposed piping. Exposed brick, exposed piping. It's a lot of exposure. Chloe. Yes. Got it. Got it. Continue. So I'm creating in Notion, I have the folder that's called like documentation. And I just keep on, every time I do something that I know I'm going to want to have to teach somebody how to do something, I keep creating a how-to blah, blah, blah section. And I love it. I told you before, did I tell you about that tool Scribe? Yes. Yes. It's so cool. So I actually did that for myself when I was doing that complicated QuickBooks transaction because it records your mouse clicks and creates screenshots for every mouse click that's like 
click here, then click submit, then da, 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 and it creates a number one screenshot click. Number two screen. It's fascinating. Amazing. Yes. So Chloe is going to just, she's going to be so turnkey operation for yeah. Chloe when she comes on. Yeah. I think it's an important thing to remember for people who like to control things such as us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a lot easier to delegate and hand things over when you know that you have laid it all out there. And I don't know if I, I said Loom, but I didn't actually go into detail that it's like yes. a way to record your screen mm-hmm. as you're talking. And we do it for our Curious and Company clients. Like if we do a website for someone, mm-hmm. we we give them, you know, a file, a PDF documentation of certain resources and links, but we also make the Loom video and people rave about it. Yes. They're like it was so much clearer seeing you do this thing and then they don't it saves me time later because it doesn't need they don't need to come back to us so yeah and you can even add comments as you go like the assistant that I was working with last year made a loom where she walked me through a project that she did and she was asking me questions like I'm wondering what you think about this font and I could actually write at that timestamp. oh I really like that but could we make it a little bigger or something like that and then I didn't even have to email her or anything. Yeah. I just she just got the answers to her questions right in the loom. Love it. And I believe this did I'm not still exist on like, like even five years ago, no. this kind of stuff. I believe I'm still on the free plan too. Oh yeah. yeah it's great. So lots of good resources. So good. I feel like we're a little bit more chipper I'm than a we little were. Peppier. Amanda C talking your, to a friend. Pepping your step. Little pepping my February <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And I gave you a perfect bar. Did you sit on it to warm it up a little bit? Maybe for like 30 <laughs> seconds or so. And then I was like, I don't really need to sit on this perfect bar. But yeah. Yeah. But it was still enjoyable. I am. I do get a lot of pleasure knowing that you sat on it for at least 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap, my friends. That's a wrap. Thanks for, you know, being along for the ride while we're in this February funk. And we hope um, that, you know, you I'm, feel a little solidarity if you're in the same place. Yes. Let us know. We love hearing from you. Join the Facebook group. Yes, in the Facebook group, mascot is Junie. Yeah, I Brooke's mean. Brooke's going to ask you that question. If you don't already know, then Right, you but like if it, they were a brand new listener and they only listened to this one episode that's where we true. actually didn't mention Junie, they would be confused. Right. That's the question you have to answer to be allowed in the group. Junie. Okay. You so can spell it however you want. you're not a spam bot. Okay. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.